0: Yeah, we know it'll never happen. But hey, it's worth a shot. Hollywood, hire us. Two thousand years later. All right, let me blow the dust off this freaking microphone.
1: (laughs) Sorry, yeah, Return from Exile. How are you you guys doing out there? That is
0: the title of this episode, Out of Exile. There you go. At this point, we're kind of like Doctor (laughs) Who. Huge gaps, episode. Huge gaps, episode.
1: I mean, life happens. It happens, yeah. Uh, To be fair, it's not really Broctor Jones' fault as much as it is mine. My schedule's been insane, and I've had a lot of crap going on personally to deal with, so...
0: Oh, that's fine. It's given us time to, like, catch up on stuff and actually have shit to talk about, (laughs) which I had to make a list of, because it's been, like, however long it's been, I've been like, we need to do this, we need to do this, we Uh, need to talk about this. I'm pretty sure we
1: recorded the last episode in April sometime, like mid-April, maybe? Holy crap, Probably.
0: Oh, we're also eating, so this is also dinner in a podcast, part three.
1: Well, he's eating. I'm I'm He's already he's already <laughs> I'm I I was starving and I was just listening to him talk about con adventures that yes. had while I was I did not name. get
0: to give Michael Rosenbaum the uh, fox and hound refresher. <laughs> I did tweet it to him though.
1: I will be very surprised if he remembers that story. I will be insanely surprised. He'll be like, Who? If I get I a don't... chance, if I get a chance <laughs> in like, December, <laughs>
0: if I get a chance in December at Galaxy Con, I'm totally gonna at least go buy his table. And He'll say be like, "That,
1: that never happened."
0: <laughs> so I'm not sure how the uh, crap. how the crowd corralling goes at Galaxy Con. If it's like any other con, your big celebrities have a huge queue with all the freaking like going through serpentine, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you're at Six Flags. <clears throat> They should have like little tiny cattle prods moving along. Yeah,
0: and ah. that's what they do in photo ops—is like snap, cheese, and uh, other celebrities. Like when I go to Horror Hound, which sometimes surprises me, but like Steven Weber, Lori Petty, Tony Todd, they're just out in the main hall, and you can just walk up to the table and shoot the shit. So, I'm hoping there's quite a few opportunities with some of them like that because like I don't want to waste time in a line. Just to go up and go, hey, have you heard my Gremlins 3 idea?
1: <laughs> to, to
0: pour... Uh, to oh, pour by God the Lord. way, I'm not giving you any money. I just <laughs> want to come here and steal some time. Yeah. But now that... The Superman celebration was a blast. Uh, since I didn't pay for like any sort of like photos and autographs and stuff, we actually bought artwork from some of the artists that were there. And uh, Support your local artists. And there was an author there from Vincennes that I know... Oh, um, cool. She's been in some books with my friend Travis. <clears throat> so I bought one of her books. Nice. Nice. Um, I did get a picture with uh, Guy Gilchrist, or is it Gilchrist? Either way. Sure. He's the Jim Henson animator I was telling you about. Oh, that. Okay. That guy. I saw, <laughs> Literally, I saw that guy. Him,
1: guy get it
0: to... Yeah. I saw him Friday when we were going into the air conditioned artist alley to cool off in my full Lex, yeah, L- full Lex Luthor gear. And I heard him talking with the guy at the table with him about how much Jim Henson would have loved conventions and cosplay.
1: Oh, dude, he would have.
0: And I'm like, that touched my heart because I'm like, oh, I want to cry because I'm like, you're right. He would have. This arts, it there's passion, been... there's love, there's <clears throat> artistry,
1: creativity. Like, it would have been right up his alley. He would have been all excited.
0: Imagination. It, yeah, it was everything Jim Henson like. He would have been for. all in on it. And so, you know, I talked to him. He took a picture with me on his phone, which I then found on his Instagram, tagged myself. Delightful. <laughs> but, yeah, that was cool. We talked with him, and, like, we got a picture. Like, Scarlett picked out the one that's uh, Little Shop of Horrors. It's Audrey too, And in her vines is uh, Miss Piggy as Audrey. Um, Kermit is Seymour. And I got to say, Gonzo's probably Mr. Mushnick. <laughs> and I don't know who Beaker is supposed to be. <clears throat> it's that and the
1: Electric Mayhem drawing down there. Those no, are... no. That Gonzo's there's...
0: the dentist.
1: Oh, you're right. Gonzo is the dentist. I see. <laughs> those are those are clearly the two coolest drawings I've ever seen. Yes.
0: And then I, as we've talked about on here about Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, I wanted a picture of them. And then we got one signed like that. The Audrey 2 one is signed to Scarlet. The Dr. Teeth is one to me and we got one signed to short round that is this beautiful picture of like Jim Henson like you can see his head and there's this cabinet with all these drawers like where he would store drawings and stuff mm-hmm. and his creations are climbing out of it.
1: Ha! Awesome. And I'm I like that
0: it. was that's got to go in the kids room.
1: Yeah, that's that's great. I like that.
0: So, all right.
1: <laughs> so, <clears throat> what should we t- should we go like most recent topic or like... I've
0: got a list of stuff I was trying to think of.
1: You you finished Stranger Things, right?
0: Yes. We'll oh start my, with that. We'll oh start with Stranger God. Things. Holy shit. Now.
1: Season 5 is going to be batshit crazy and I'm here for it.
0: Much like they did with Bob and the... What was the Russian Dimitri or whatever?
1: Oh yeah, Dimitri. Um, I think it was Dimitri.
0: Um Like they did with them. They give you these characters that you immediately are in love no, with. No, Alexi. Alexi. You immediately fall in love with these characters. You know they're going to die. Yeah. As much as my heart did not, I wanted to see Eddie do what he said. He wanted to go across the stage, get his diploma, and peace out. Like, I wanted to see that happen for Eddie so bad. I knew
1: from the moment we saw Eddie in the first episode, I was like, he's going to die this season. Yes. I guarantee you. He it. is
0: He's going to die. He's marked,
1: marked for death. I love him, but he's marked for death. The actor brought... Because he's too good.
0: The Joseph Quinn brought a lot of heart to that character. Uh, there were so many improvised moments. When he tells Dustin, I love you, don't change. That was mm. improvised. Really? Yes. Oh, man. The wrestling, the thing of them wrestling, was just something he and um, the kid plays Dustin, whose name oh, is Gayton, yeah. Him and who and Gayton came up with. was just like, what? It's men, right? You're, you're high school boys. You're not quite sure how you deal with emotion, but how do... Boys in the 80s deal with emotion Physically yeah. Like violence Like <laughs> we, we we wrestle for play <clears throat> Yep And uh, I mean that was just a cool That was a fun moment um, Seeing him and Steve kind of Like when he gave Steve the Dio vest Yes Which did you know That vest came directly from the Dio estate
1: I did not know that, that But is I'm a, glad I do
0: That is an authentic Ronnie James Dio worn vest Nice maybe not the one that they gunked up but right when you see him in his clean leather jacket and it looks all nice and pretty mm-hmm. probably um yeah that i the character i want one of those hellfire club shirts so fucking bad
1: um yeah they've got them at hot topic and I'm
0: oh do they now i'm
1: really leaning towards buying one um <clears throat> i did I, you haven't seen it yet but i the other um it was a few weeks ago it, i happened to be in box lunch with the kid and they had a uh, Sunnydale High T-shirt, and I was like, "I'll take that, thank you very much." <laughs> like, do I give a shit that it was thirty bucks? Nope.
0: had to have <laughs> no, it. right?
1: Yeah. it. If, yeah. they, if they'd had more buff, if they'd have more Buffy
0: merch, I probably would have bought it too. So yeah, Joseph Quinn, who we found out was British, he was also on Game of Thrones as one of the random soldiers like that pledged to House Stark. And sure. He, he sure. died in it too. Um.
1: Well, it's Game of Thrones. That's to be expected, though. <clears throat> um, yeah, I never would have guessed that he was British from from the uh, from him playing Eddie. Right. Would not have guessed that. I and tell he... you, I think, uh, honest to God, I the person to me that gets better and better every season to where I'm pretty sure they're my favorite character on the show now is definitely Dustin. Dustin, yes. Out of, out of the original out of the original cast, Dustin is my guy. He's I an MVP,
0: love, and he like he he he, he is the, the sh-
1: MVP. He
0: figures the shit out sooner than anybody else. <clears throat> he
1: is he is the best. He is the best of the original. And
0: oh my god, that moment he got to have with Eddie's uncle
1: oh, at the end god, was that yeah.
0: not just beautifully performed? So heart wrenching. It was, but like you, you tell, like I want him to know the truth about Eddie, but I can't say what actually happened because no going to believe me. Although. Come on, look at the crazy shit that's happened the past however many years in <laughs> Hawkins.
1: Yeah, but I don't think Eddie's I don't think Eddie's uncle was ready for that t- that level of nonsense. Right,
0: but just to say like he died a hero.
1: <clears throat> yeah.
0: And I mean really he could have like, oh, there was an earthquake and
1: he, died he saved one my one. life. Then yeah. I mean that he gave him enough information that his that was what his uncle needed to hear and know.
0: Yes, and then that guitar pick necklace. I it was like, oh yeah. So did you catch the foreshadowing of Eddie's fate? On his arm. There's a tattoo of bats.
1: Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I, if I go, if I went back and rewatched the entire season four, there's probably foreshadowing everywhere because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I know there were at least a billion hints that um, about the plot twist of Vecna one, uh, you know, Vecna slash one slash whatever his name was Henry Henry, thank you. So <clears throat> there were like a million and one, there were a million and one foreshadowing things to that too.
0: And Robin isn't Robin just absolutely adorable in this season?
1: Robin is the best thing to since happen to Steve. She's The best it. thing
0: to happen to Steve since becoming a babysitter.
1: Yeah, I freaking love. I freaking love Robin. She Love is, her so much.
0: And she is so good, like awkward and like I try. You know, I, I didn't learn to walk as fast as other kids. Like, oh,
1: she's great. She's <clears throat> she's so delightful. Her little in in idiosyncrasies and everything. She's, yeah. And I'm so happy at the very end, she finally got to talk to Vicky, and it looks like they're going to at least strike up an actual friendship. Something, if, yeah.
0: If not... I mean, to see Steve happy for her. Yeah. Knowing he's miserable, personally, like, that's why he's Mr. Going From Girl to Girl that she's been watching him do at the video store. He's miserable after he lost Nancy. Yeah. But he's he's actually content and happy to see one of his friends do something, like... Yeah. He, and that character has, has grown a lot. Oh, and, S-
1: Steve has done such an arc from season one to here. Yeah, it's, I, as much as I hate to say it, I could, <clears throat> because you know in season five there's going to be some carnage. that I, I feel like some of the original cast has to die in season five. They have to. Because none of the original cast have bid it. You know, with the exception of Barb, obviously, but Barb only lasted like but two they, episodes. But yeah,
0: you get those, those are the catalyst characters. Yeah. Like, the poor um, cheerleader girl. She died, what, the first episode? Yeah. Because you have to have that to kick off everything.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Now, funny thing, the drug deal on the, at the picnic table was filmed later in the sh- scheduling. They had already killed her off. That's funny. And then they see the interaction between her and Eddie and the immediate chemistry and how charismatic Eddie was with her. And like some of the moments where he's acting goofy and she lights up and smiles. That was her just as a person, as a person because of the way he was acting. They saw that and were like, man, maybe we shouldn't have killed her off this early because there's, there's something we could explore here before killing her off. Like, yeah. Same. Like, I guess the, uh, what was it? the um, the moment in the Winnebago when he told Steve, "Don't you, big boy, like, <laughs> you're gonna drive this thing," was another improvised line. <laughs> so when you see Steve and Robin's reaction,
1: and it's like it's it is
0: literally their reaction. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's great.
0: They've been on Twitter <clears throat> posting like uh, at the end when Lucas yells, uh, "Erica, get help." Hmm. That was him. That was not in the script.
1: Dude, I, I tell you what, that was another that part, oh. that part broke my fucking heart. Oh,
0: it did, didn't it?
1: I, Lucas just completely breaking down. Like I, that that kid I it, it, that, I'm not 100% sure that was acting. I think I think he really felt it in the moment. Like it did like you felt something with with uh, Caleb in that moment.
0: Oh my god, that And that was not a moment I saw happening. Like Oh, Max is a badass. She'll find her way. Oh, oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> she's not completely dead. She's
0: brain dead right <coughs> now. But that's what uh, the that's why whenever Eleven but, goes in, she can't find can't her. But Eleven can't find her. She's yeah. brain dead.
1: Yeah, she's gone.
0: So I don't know. They're gonna do a time jump for the next season. So I'm not sure exactly what they're going to do. Well, I mean, they have to because these kids are like. In their twenties now. Yeah, you can't
1: play. You can't play a fifteen-year-old right now. Yet. No,
0: like I think Steve is almost thirty. But, they're gonna,
1: <laughs> but they're gonna, but they probably are gonna hit the ground running because I mean, obviously the where you ended with season four, you almost have to pick right back up because I mean, something like that, something of that magnitude is not going to be ignored for a year. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, it's
0: going to be years. They're going to jump forward years
1: but i mean vectors an immediate threat and it I mean, is. the 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 you know that be that gate being open now that's an immediate thing like the only thing i could think of is maybe we're going to be right in the middle of it when it jumps back in like they've been fighting for a bit and now they're trying to figure, now they yeah. think they have an end game i could see that happening i don't i don't know we'll see what happens but uh, so
0: i was thinking I'm just trying to think of like as the writer part of my brain And because as good as the actress that plays Max is, like like, I'm right there with her. Like the the person in high school that kept the headphones on and just wanted Mm -hmm. to be, that was me for the most part. Like that's all I had. My my Discman and my big book of 500 plus CDs. Mm -hmm. Every trip for a band or whatever, if I was like social battery drained, man, in the back, off. Right. Like I'm in my own world. So I'm there with her. I'm like, it's weird that I am now seeing myself in this character as a young girl. That might say something about me.
1: <laughs> I mean, but, we, were, we were all young girls once, sir. But that is,
0: <laughs> but that is how well that character is written, and how well the character was acted, to be like anybody can see themselves in this character.
1: Oh yeah, they um, <laughs> they, after the first half of the of, of season four dropped, they uh, Spotify came up with a thing. You know, what song would save you from Vecna? Mm-hmm. And so you can like. Figure out which, you know, you can go through your playlist and figure out which song would, you know, keep you from being cursed.
0: There's two questions. One was that, and now the other one is, what would you use to lure the bats? Oh. I know what song I would
1: use. I I don't, I don't really know how it gets better than Master of Puppets. I mean, honestly.
0: Bat Out of Hell.
1: Okay, that works too. <laughs> but, seriously though, I mean, that... That was a pretty metal fucking thing to do. That was. That was
0: amazing. (laughs) I thought as much as they had Dio in there and then the Iron Maiden tape or this is music. Um, I thought maybe there'd be some Maiden or something, but nah, (laughs) nah, man. Master of Puppets.
1: That was pretty. That was a good call.
0: Which the Uh, the article you sent me. So Rob, Rob's son, the bass player for Metallica. Yeah. He hit, he recorded extra guitar parts for that. He didn't actually do the. Joseph Quinn played the majority of the song. The intricate leads they had an actual stunt double, yeah, and they only showed you his hands as he played those leads.
1: What's crazy? What's really crazy is some fans figured out the song just from the trailer, mm-hmm. from from his from just the from the fin- was, yeah, just from the fingering. I was like,
0: Are James, you Hed- me? James Hetfield thought that was just amazing that their fan base can figure out the song based off of that.
1: That's yeah, I'm with him. That's insane. And I saw
0: some guy on Reddit like I can't do that. Some guy on Reddit was trying to gatekeep. Uh, Metallica. Like, he was like, to all you fake Metallica fans because of Stranger Things, I'm sorry, Metallica. Still love you. Like, trying to call all these people who have just now discovered Metallica because of Master Puppets, because of one very pivotal, amazing scene, are is you... now all of a sudden fake fans?
1: So, are you going to tell me that, like, all the 8 million people that are listening to Kate Bush right now all of a sudden are fake Kate Bush fans? Probably. Because that's lame. You know
0: what? Kate Bush doesn't care. She's like, I,
1: she don't give a shit. She's well, I'm not lo- <laughs> she making is, money again. What? She's like, well, not just that, but she thought it was just delightful. She was like, she was like, they used it so well, and they, they did, did so a lot. much with it. Yeah. It was she was of, genu. She was genuinely. She was genuinely happy about it.
0: So was Metallica to be involved in. Yeah. A cultural phenomenon uh, as Stranger Things has become, and to be like this character that has now become universally adored. Yeah. Doing this badass thing of his character arc of like being a coward and then not being a coward. But right. have you seen the memes where it says like badass bard or something? <laughs> everything is everything in this show is framed in D and D.
1: Eddie he, becomes the bard. He becomes the badass
0: bard. <laughs> yep.
1: I hadn't even thought about that until you said that. That's great.
0: Yeah. So yeah, Eddie but, was a DM, but I guarantee if Eddie's gonna roll up a character, he'd be a bard. Probably, and just the way he the way he acts, right? He's carefree. Yet. The He's, whole big thing in the cafeteria. Oh, yeah, on I was tables, about to say his
1: whole his whole little spiel in the cafeteria. That's bard.
0: That is that is absolutely bard. That is theatrics. That is bard, absolutely. And uh, bards
1: are drama queens. We all know this. <laughs>
0: Metallica responded to this dude saying, "Don't need to be sorry, man. We're we're happy for whoever. If you've been with us for forty years or forty hours, like yeah, we don't we don't care." We know that if they like that one song, there's plenty more that they're going to discover, that they're going to yeah. love. And I'm like, really, there's worse songs to become a Metallica fan to. Like, yeah. if Master of Puppets is your intro to Metallica...
1: Then that's a pretty good intro.
0: you got a world of wonder awaiting you. Yeah,
1: you have the entire Ride the Lightning album to listen to.
0: Yeah, and I mean, really... And that'll just
1: blow your fucking socks off. as much
0: as the internet... Okay, granted, I guess now the internet has come back around. Some people are saying they like Saint Anger. I'm not going to be one of those.
1: Uh, I, I let's let's not get all crazy here,
0: right? That's what somebody <laughs> said. Somebody's like, let's not whew, dial that back a bit. Oh, M Shadows. That's a, it that's was like,
1: that's like saying that's like saying Lulu is a great album.
0: M Shadows don't, don't, is what it that. said. M Shadows said it's been however many years. Can we finally admit that Chinese Democracy is a great album? Okay, that's and fair. some people were like, "Well, there, buddy. That's like people trying to say that." Uh, People, like, Saint Anger is a good good album, and someone's like, "Hey, well, let's not jump to that extreme quite yet." Well, you got to give me the ball before I can throw it, silly. Here, go. And, uh, but I I tweeted back. I'm like, I've been saying this since it came out, man. <laughs> You're like, no, I was I was there from day one, yeah, dude. I'm like, and I've told some people who're like, they're like big Guns N' Roses fans, like, I'm like, dude, I like Chinese Democracy, and they look at me sideways, like, <laughs> are you mental? Drop it. And I'm Drop like, no. You just go. you there just you go. have to listen right, to Chinese Democracy as it's an Axel Rose album. When you listen to it with, like, this is just, it's Axel, this is all Axel's creativity, mm-hmm. it's a great album. And now you get to go hear them live and hear Duff and Slash playing those parts. It's a good Guns N' Roses album. Is it Appetite? No. No album they release is ever going to be Appetite again. Never.
1: <laughs> I, you know what? I know you're. Hey, easy there, Chief. <laughs> Fucking dogs. Calm down, you two. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm probably gonna catch some shit from you for this because I know you're a huge Guns Roses fan. But honestly, I don't think Appetite's their best album. I kind of think the Luz- Use Your Illusion albums are the best albums.
0: I like them. They're um, they're more mature. Appetite is a great album, to be sure. Right. And everybody's like, that's what they introduced them to. There was all that anger and the real world that they were experiencing in L.A. that they were writing about. A lot of people don't realize a lot of the songs on Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 were written pre-appetite.
1: Yeah, and they just... Yeah, they... They had a lot of songs written... uh, They had a lot of songs written pre-appetite, and they just didn't use all of them until later. But... And that's that's true of a lot of bands, honestly. There's um, Genesis, like, um, because um, the way Genesis records albums is they would go into the studio, start jamming around, and then you know listen back on the tapes, like, hey, that that sounded really good. Let's let's try to loop let's loop something around that riff, that that chord, yeah. etc. So you have you'll have a bunch of like jam sessions of like. you'll you'll have jam sessions where you'll have okay, we've got some good riffs and some good chords, but we can't we don't really have a use for them in this album and so you kind of put them away kind of come back to them in later albums and you're like, you know what? Maybe we can make something out of this after all. And it just doesn't come to you until later.
0: So I'm trying to think, what song I'm going to go back to the questions. What song would I play to lure the bats? I said bat out of hell." What song would save me from Vecna's Curse? Hmm. Pardon says is I probably shouldn't say Guns N' Roses song as much as I... Yeah, fucking November Rain would. <laughs> Alright. love that song.
1: Uh, from the song that would probably save me from Vecna's Curse would be Everlong by the Foo Fighters.
0: What one would you use to lure bats?
1: Probably Beast in the Harlot by a <laughs> Bench Sevenfold. Hell oh, yeah. I mean, that's just... Just hearing M. Shadow just screamed the fucking balls off of himself at the fucking beginning of that song.
0: Yes, just, that's great.
1: I, did I tell you about the time I saw them with Coheed and Cambria at St. Louis? Maybe. Oh my God, it was um, it was, it was a Point Fest. That's what it was. It mm-hmm. was it was one of the Point Fest gigs, and there were a whole bunch of different bands playing that day. But the two the two main headliners at the end were Coheed and Avenged Sevenfold. And, oh my God, it was right when Beast and the Harlot album had come out. And, no, City of Evil, I'm sorry. it was, The album's called City of Evil. But anyway, so, they come out on stage, and that's the first song they launch into is Beast and the Harlot. And just, shadows, I'm just, it was like nothing I had ever heard, you, seen,
0: witnessed. Where I, do you go from there? Like, vocal cord-wise, where do you fucking go from there?
1: <laughs> I was just, I was... I was just flabbergasted. I, they they won me a, they won me for life right right after that. I was like I have to find every album this group has ever done. No, no, they've amazing. got some great ones,
0: man. I like
1: Cuz before that I had only heard back country. That was literally the only song I'd heard by them.
0: I like I've listened to like Beast and Harlot And the City of Evil album and some of the other ones I had. I really like Nightmare.
1: Nightmare's a good album too. And The King is a great album too.
0: That one, oh, I love that one.
1: Like the, the s- second
0: i heard that hail to the king song that opening guitar part oh yeah
1: the, i'm like yeah.
0: you can Shit, tell yeah. these and i i say this knowing that for a while their M shadows was trying to become the next axle rose mm-hmm. and so this is by no means a dig at them i think it's awesome when you can hear a band who's been expi- who's been influenced by another band and inspired by another band and they sort of homage that when they're playing in hail to the king mm-hmm. it reminds me of fucking some of Slash's playing
1: right yeah like, the, to have yeah, that it, guitar riff really
0: yeah. have a song built off of that riff I'm like this if there was ever a moment they were going to become the spiritual like successors successors of Guns N' Roses it was that moment to me mm-hmm. now OG Avenged Sevenfold fans are going to tell me I'm full of shit and you're probably right <laughs> <clears throat> um, so my thoughts for the next season granted it looks like it's going to it's going to be Will's season it started with Will. It has to end with Will, based off of the. I think so thing too. Back. Well, I, I think we get to see Will become a badass in some form, I hope. But my thought is maybe in this time frame, this time jump, maybe Eleven has found Max. And maybe we got Max back. Because if you think about it, who deserves to kill Zvechna more than Eleven? Max. Max is the girl that got away twice. Right. <laughs>
1: I, I don't know, part. <clears throat> as much as I love Max's character, part of me kind of wishes they had just committed to killing her though, because I mean, it would have been such a, I'm, because it already was. It was straight kick to the dick. Yeah, it was. And you, you're gonna have. You, I think for the stakes to go up on this show, you've got you've got to really start kicking people where okay. it hurts.
0: That's what Millie Bobby Brown's. uh.
1: Oh yeah, she's she said we're not.
0: We need she, to be Game of Thrones, and the writers are like, kill, we, "Kill,
1: these people." We're
0: not. Yeah, there's too many people. I can't fit them all in a photo anymore. We kill some of these fuckers off. <laughs> um, Murray. Oh my god, Murray I love is Murray. So good.
1: Where the hell did he learn karate out of nowhere, though? Well,
0: like, he mentioned that is
1: that is the most convenient plot point. He ever.
0: mentions it. You see him when Joyce first calls him when she gets the Russian doll. He is coming home in his G. Oh, yeah, has... yeah, no, no, I, yeah, but that's this season, like, yeah
1: you don't become, you don't become that high in karate after, like, you know, taking a few lessons, that's just not possible, like, did, was Murray doing this back in season two when we first met him? Maybe sometime during season three. I mean, it just, like I said, it it, it was a very convenient plot point for him to be, all of a sudden, be proficient at karate so that he I could I like the fact asses. that he's
0: like, he gets beat by little kids. <laughs> but that doesn't stop him from karate kidding the fucking shit out <laughs> of Yuri. <laughs> and Yakin Dagar? Is that the character name the from the Game of Thrones that taught uh, Oh,
1: oh, um, um, Faceless Man, yeah.
0: That's Enzo. The prison guard. Oh my guard. god it was! Mm-hmm. How did I not see that until now? I kept watching, like, I know this guy's face. I got I, I had to look it up. I'm like, I thought Dad? his
1: voice sounded familiar.
0: Was he not a good character, too? I'm glad they didn't kill him.
1: Uh, yeah. I There's real. There's kind of no reason to bring him back because he'd want to be with his family over in mm-hmm. Russia. But
0: Get them the hell out and bring them to America.
1: Possibly. But uh, <laughs> Yuri could fly him over. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and it was... It was, nice to, it was nice that it was nice to Murray got to make another Russian friend because I think him and Enzo were totally starting to hit it off towards the end there. That was we finally got to see Hopper and Joyce make out at least. That
0: was improvised.
1: That makes sense. That was
0: a moment that uh, Winona and David came up with. They're like, this moment is there's something missing. You're like all this build up, we, we got a kiss. Like you came all the way to Russia. I've been trapped in a Russian prison for how long? Right. He also said he's never going to lose weight for a role again. Because <laughs> you look at... He filmed Black Widow, and he was taking pictures of the Russian prison scene in Black Widow and sending it to the Duffers so they wouldn't do overlap. Yeah. So they wouldn't look too similar. Right. So you think, how big was he? He's huge in Black Widow.
1: Yeah, he kind of did bulk up for that. And he
0: he, he had to he dropped a lot. He had to look like he's been... Living Mountain on Irish nothing, eating yeah.
1: maggots, yeah.
0: Hell, he had to slim down just to get from Hellboy. So yeah, he's like, I'm never doing that again.
1: <laughs> I bet. Jesus. Uh, oh. <clears throat> here are some people that I think probably, probably are on the are probably on the list of you might die this next season. I think. I think. Uh, unfortunately, Steve is one of them. Oh, as much as I hate to say it, because it would, mm-hmm. I I think no one I I think a lot of people wouldn't expect it, and a lot of people would be really really pissed.
0: <laughs> they will be, <clears throat> but um, it's gonna be he's gonna do something noble. Yeah, he's gonna die saving Nancy. He's gonna die saving those kids. Yeah, he's not. It's not gonna be some stupid that, brash and, thing. He's gonna and do that's it. That's I think.
1: That's why I think it'd be Steve... That's why I think. That's why I think Steve would be a can a good candidate for death because he would, he's the most likely to die trying to save someone. Now, and
0: his character well, between him and Hopper, his character has grown and like this, the arc that he's been on. He was just selfish, you know, Mister Good Hair in season one. Like you kind of hate him a little bit, but then he becomes like the best babysitter in the world.
1: Ironically, he was meant to actually die in season one, and they <laughs> at. at he was meant to die because he was supposed to be the asshole and then they he, they liked him so much they just kept him and rewrote him. He around. was
0: so good in um Free Guy. Oh, I know. Oh my god, like I saw that coming like the whole why is this guy Oh yeah, absolutely. Like the perfect person for her. It's because he was written by the dude who has a crush on her and knows all these. De- I'm like, oh, I yeah, saw that was, coming, but it oh, was so sweet.
1: It's so adorable, though. Yeah, it's, and he was so good. This, this, the movie, despite the fact you knew it coming from a mile away, the movie still sold it very well.
0: Yeah, well, there's people on the internet complaining about how oh, Stranger Things is derivative of all these different things. That's the point. That's, of it.
1: That was the whole point. It was supposed to be a mashup of all. They, what I, I, I found this out the other day the um when the kids came in to um, when the kids came in for season one to cast them they had them read lines from ET because that's that's exactly what they were going for was that type of
0: well if, and if you look at it with that that mindset and that frame framework, that's kind of what the Mike L arc at the beginning is. yeah he finds this strange alien yeah and keeps it hidden in his house. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> he all but free- feeds at Reese's Pieces at this point. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but well, that's... And well, that's not...
1: Uh, yeah, Els Reese's Pieces are echo waffles. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's still a little round, sugary yeah. treats. Um,
0: but everything in Stranger Things is, is this love letter to the 80s and the things we grew up watching. And, like, there, I see nothing wrong with that. It's not a remake. No. You're taking... All right, this is an element it's... of this 80s property. Let's take that and set it in this universe where weird shit happens. It's a mashup. And just see what happens. It's basically a cinematic mashup. Yeah, I I like the homage. It is very much because, like, even Stephen Stephen King even caught, um, I think it was during Max's thing with Vecna, or one of the memories. There was something very carey about it, Mm -hmm. and Stephen King caught it. And he tweeted, like, hey, guys, I noticed that nice little carry nod there <laughs> and they're like thank you like the master noticed that's Yay. awesome and you notice that the reading at the end the reading the talisman to max mm-hmm. the duffers are working on adapting yep. that yep oh yeah good good product placement there
1: that that was well that was well placed yeah i very well spotted i liked and i mean clearly the duffers have a draw big influence from stephen king just in general i mean you so have I'm, to and the, if you're going to adapt a property, you know, starting up your own uh, picture studio, Talisman's not a bad one to start with.
0: Right. And apparently they're working on a Stranger Things spinoff. Yeah. But it's nothing like what you would expect by saying a Stranger Things spinoff. Like, right. Which I'm, I'm cool. Whatever you want to do. I was, like I said in one of our texts, if Eddie hadn't died, but your at your addition to It Works with Eddie dead, is that Robin and Steve keep getting fired from every job they ever have. <laughs> and it's Dustin's fault. <laughs> it's
1: fucking Dustin's fault. It's all <laughs> Dustin's fault. He's uh it's always him. Uh that would be that would be a hilarious running gag.
0: It would. I think it. Apparently, their jobs just always get like destroyed. Like they didn't show it, but did the did the chasm open up? Did it cut the family video in half? Maybe. Because if that was the case, they should have shown that. Because then the mall burnt down. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, how about that thing. how about that dick the, of a jock getting severed in two by that thing opening up? Fuck that guy.
1: Yeah. That <laughs> sucked for him.
0: Sitting but there I had him. no sympathy for him anyway. I didn't either. I Initially I did. I'm like, oh, your girlfriend died. And but then they went with the whole satanic panic line and I'm yeah. like, Oh God, why? Can we not do that? Like Yes, that was a thing in the '80s, and that was the articles about Dungeons and Dragons back then. But come on.
1: Yeah, but it makes sense that that <clears throat> it makes sense that that asshole would whip up people into a frenzy over something like that. It 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 worked well with the plot line that they, it, it worked well with the plot threads they were already had going. Yeah. It really did. I mean, I'm not I'm not even mad about it. What the, the people that are mad about it are the people that are like the Satanic Panic was stupid and shouldn't have ever been a thing. Which I agree with, it shouldn't have been, but yet it was, so, and I can see people legitimately being concerned. Although, really- Especially given all the crazy shit that's happened in Hawkins over the past three years. Yeah. I mean-
0: I like, now that you say that, I'm like, well, maybe that was the whole reason of using that argument for the kid, like, the athletes to whip the town into a freaking frenzy over, is we follow these kids who play in D&D this whole time, and we realize it's just a game, it's harmless, who cares- so it's it's dramatic irony in that we're like you guys are fucking morons. Yeah, <laughs> Hellfire Club's a cult. You're fucking stupid. <laughs> and,
1: and you notice and you notice that um, you notice that the Wheelers' parents they don't completely buy it because they they're like we've watched them play these games. We know they're just games. We hear we them know, in the basement. Like like we know that we know this is dumb. <laughs> we, like, like it's, they, it's, they don't, it's they, Mike. they don't really sell, they, it doesn't really sell with them, and they're like, nah,
0: it doesn't seem, how, how awesome was Erica this season?
1: <laughs> Erica was great. She's another, she's another one that I'm glad we're getting more of. i tell you who I want more of in season five, too, is I want more of Susie and her, and her crazy household. That was, that was, <laughs> oh really, my God. that was one of the best moments in that whole fucking show. Was
0: that not, like, cheaper by the dozen from hell? It was that, great. Oh my, oh my
1: god, so good.
0: I was like, "What is going on with his family?" Holy.
1: Maybe shit. maybe Argyle maybe Argyle um convinces what's you know, her, her her sister to take all of them and bring them out to Hawkins. Have
0: you called the phone number on the side of the Surfer Boy Pizza? I have
1: not. It, it is a is legit actual, phone number. It's a legit phone.
0: And Argyle answers it.
1: Really? Yes. Is it a voice recording? It is
0: a voice recording of Argyle, his little opening speech whenever he answers the phone. Oh, that's a lovely. But then he goes on like, hey, man, I just got this order for a pizza. It's very oddly specific. It's got to be a crust and how thick it is. The, now, we got to do tomato sauce, but only up to the, well, not all the way to the edge of the crust. About a quarter, like, is it very, like two peppers? Like, it's very specific, <laughs> like this pizza. Wow. I do like that Argyle is on the pineapple train, though. <laughs> I approve. I was like, kind "Hargall's of, annoying the hell out of me," but then he produces a pizza with pineapple on it. I'm like, "Nope, you're good. You can stay around, dude. I like you." I
1: I liked him. He's
0: I, schooling these fucking Midwesterners on pizza. I like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh. So yeah, Stranger you, you Things. You heathen.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right. So we actually, have- I, I have
1: had pineapple on pizza. It's pretty good, actually. Um, that's, it's, it's the ham I have more of a question with. I don't, uh, I'm not a fan of Bacon and ham.
0: pineapple. I'm that's, not a fan of ham.
1: Uh, um, but yeah, no, Ar- Argyle's another one of my favorite additions. To, I'm glad he's, I'm glad he's still around. He
0: is the Spicoli of
1: oh, this season. He's absolutely Spicoli. You can see who certain people are based on. He's definitely Spicoli. And
0: they mentioned Fast Times early too. Oh, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you're supposed to know that one girl's... Into girls it's Right, it's because it's
1: positive the Phoebe Cates part.
0: But they never say that. They always say what timestamp it's at. Mm-hmm. And only those of us who watched Fast Times for that reason know what that timestamp is.
1: <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do.
0: That's great. I, I love that. This the And the fact you can look at her every now and then, depending on what she's doing, you can see her mom and dad.
1: Oh, it, Rob, um, you mean Maya Hawk?
0: Yeah, you can sometimes you can, you, can see some, Uma. you can
1: sometimes see Uma, you can sometimes see Ethan. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, you're Very right. Very much. You're right.
0: So that will be my next transition for Ethan Hawk. How about talking about Moon Knight? And that what was it? Ten pounds of crazy in a five pound bag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was the exact way I described it. Ten pounds of crazy in a five pound bag. It really was. Holy shit.
0: That was. I haven't
1: I haven't started Miss Marvel yet. So. I haven't either. But yeah. I haven't moon,
0: started the next umbrella academy either.
1: Moon Knight was just wow. I loved it, don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. But it was just it absolutely... You gotta you gotta figure though, I really had I had no prior knowledge of Moon Knight going in. I like I was just basically going in blind. Never read a Moon Knight comic or anything. Yeah, was, same here. And I was just like, Wow, this is flat out bonkers and I fucking love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was it was good. I'm like I don't know. I saw so once and they just how goddamn good is Oscar Isaac just in
1: general. The like, fact
0: that he's playing three characters, you just don't know about that third one until the end. Right. Um, I I enjoyed it. I I kind of liked. Stephen. Stephen. Yeah. More than. The other one. Um. Jake Lockley's the third one.
1: Ah oh, shit. <clears throat> cause it's been a minute since I finished. So
0: I, I enjoyed Stephen Grant. I like the accent. That's partially, mm-hmm. but then like, he's just. It's sort of like you realize once they explain why, but it's like he's a child. Yeah, because he's
1: much. he's he's the he's the one that didn't grow up.
0: Yeah, he's the one that was protected. Yeah. By this other guy. Yeah. Or he was the protector for the other guy, cause Stephen Grant was the dude from the TV show. So I had to look up and read about Moon Knight a little bit, and I guess they have they have screwed with that character's story so much in the comics they tried to they did all of it in the show the split personality thing the being like the egyptian god thing came later like they, they kind of retconned his origin i was about to
1: say supposedly from what i from what i heard he's got like up to 17 fucking personalities and i'm like that's insane like if you if you're gonna go if you're gonna go balls out if you're gonna go that far balls out good on you disney but i don't think they're gonna go no 17 no i think three three is gonna be crazy enough
0: yeah i thought it was really good um i'm also a big fan of egyptian mythology so just seeing all the different gods
1: it was really it was really well done and and you don't a lot of people were whining and a lot of people were whining complaining about you know it's not necessarily connected to the rest of the mcu i'm like because it's all in the dude's mind. I'm not 100% sure that some of it actually really happened.
0: It is connected to the main MCU. In one moment, the, um, the the hippo guiding the ship makes a comment about, you should see the ancestral plane in Wakanda. It's beautiful.
1: That's right. I forgot about that. They did make that comment.
0: So what I liked in the internet, some people on the internet got onto it, is like the Marvel Universe is saying that the afterlife that you go to is not the same for the next... Every... Curve. Yeah, it's, it's... what you believe. It depends
1: on what you believe, yeah.
0: So, the people that are in Egypt that still believe in this... These gods, when they go into the afterlife, they have to... That's you know, what they see, yeah. They have to get their heart weighed against two feathers, and... Like, <laughs> yeah. It's gotta be balanced. Like, they do all that, and then if you're in Wakanda, you end up on the ancestral plane. Like, it was... And then you still have, like... We haven't talked about even the Asgardian aspect of all that. Still, yeah. But... I I don't know what they're going to do with him next. I don't know. If, I mean, clearly they want to lead into a second season if now we get to see Jake Lockley. Right. But I don't know what they'll do. We've got Red Scarab is who his uh, wife became at the end when she became the Avatar.
1: Yeah. And that was bad. She was badass. I liked her character and a lot. Ethan
0: Hawk Ethan Hawke took that role without reading a page. They convinced him to be a part of this without him even looking at a script.
1: Okay, that's cool. I did not know that.
0: And I guess there was a thing about he made some comment about comic book movies a while back, and people like took it as negative. And I think he was trying to say what? Why does every movie have to be an art film? He was trying to say that there there's no there is a place for every movie. Comic book movies have a place, mm-hmm. but why can't I make this fun comic book movie? And then go to the serious, dramatic act art piece that is only going to be shown in, like three screens. It can. Well, I mean, shit. Look at look at Nick Cage's career. I have to watch that other one yet. It's on my DVR. I have not watched. Oh,
1: the um, unbearable um, weight. But I mean, seriously, just look at Nick Cage's career. I mean, or or maybe even someone less prolific, you know, with with movie with movie acting. It, like, but you'll see you'll like Affleck is a good example. Like Affleck. You, he even he even talks about it in what was it Jay and Bob Strike Back when he does that cameo of Matt Damon where they're doing Goodwill Hunting too. quote yeah. and sometimes
0: but, you have to do the movie that's a favor like <laughs>
1: but you, you do the art picture you do the picture that makes you some bank you do the art picture you, I mean you if you did the same thing all the time as an actor wouldn't you get bored I mean so, I would is that
0: what happened to Bruce Willis yes
1: i that and, you know, I
0: shouldn't have said that. I feel sorry. I don't know how he like, yeah.
1: I was about to say that. I, I, I was gonna. I was gonna factor in the you know. Aphasia. Yeah, that.
0: <laughs> but no, I mean. But I mean, there. I, I say that when because when you look at Bruce, when you first things you think of are a lot of roles that are similar. Because you can think of oh John McClane, oh Cop Out, which was basically a John McClane derivative anyway, and some of the other characters like hell even to a point his remake of Death Wish was. John McClane, if he were a doctor, but but then there's there's other movies that he's done that were not like that. Last Man Standing was great. Um, I love Hudson Hawk. I don't care what the rest of the world thinks.
1: <laughs> we've already established that. I sing. Because we've already established that as big canon on this show. I
0: sing "Swinging on a Star" to Short Round at night, where I'm trying to get him to go to sleep. <laughs> it and occasionally I'll go into side by side.
1: But but I mean I. Personally, if I were an actor, I would get bored doing the same damn thing all the time. You'd want something that challenges you. You'd want something that you can... I mean, for fuck's sake, look at David Tennant. I don't think David Tennant has ever played the same fucking role twice.
0: No, look at Jackman. Aside from being Wolverine, which he was stuck doing for, you know, 10, 15 years, look at the other stuff he's done. Greatest Showman. Because that is where he came from. He came from He News came from
1: singing Song and Dance. Oh, yeah.
0: He came from Oklahoma, man. Like... Yeah. Um, not the state, the musical, for all you um, educated he, um,
1: swine. The boy from Oz, he was in that. Um, I mean, yeah, just, I mean, like I said, I personally would get, I, I think that as an actor, you would get bored doing the same damn thing all the time, so you, you would want to, like, you don't, you never want to do something that you know people are never going to see, no, but you also... You also don't necessarily want to do something that's just, you know, you're doing it just for the money. You right. Know? You kind of want to strike a balance. Well, so. I mean, isn't
0: that it's supposed to be, they say it, because Kevin Smith says it all the way, we get to go make believe for a living. Yeah. You get to go play. Yeah. It isn't at the point, it should be fun for everybody, not just you, it should be fun for the people who are acting opposite you, it should be fun for the crew, who are helping make all this movie magic shit come, come to life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It should be fun. I think that's one thing Kevin always tries to do when he goes to direct on Supergirl or Flash. He just wants people to have fun. Right. I mean, you're the actor. I chose you for this role for a reason. I trust your decisions. Go make some. Like, if I don't like them, we'll reset and we'll try something different.
1: (laughs) And I, and, you know, not for nothing, and I've mentioned this before on this podcast, but I think, I kind of wish that I kind of wish actors' salaries weren't so inflated, Ugh. so as they could get, so they could give more, more credit to the uh, to the people behind the scenes. Because I mean, the people that the people that created Vecna, they deserve a round of applause and like twenty million dollars. That was practical effects too. Yeah, that was not CGI. I mean, there were CGI elements, you know. But he was—I saw pictures of him drinking, getting into him, getting into the prosthetics. I saw
0: him drinking his little Starbucks iced coffee in full rubber gear, man. Yeah. And that actor was on. They did a movie, um, City of Bones. They did the Shadowhunters movie based off of some books that I've read. He was in it. I remember him from that. He was also in King Arthur.
1: Possibly, I never saw either of those. He was
0: he was King Arthur in one of the shows where Ava Green was Morgana.
1: Oh, wasn't Merlin? Was it the Merlin TV series? No,
0: that wasn't had Sam Neill. No, as... no, no.
1: I'm oh, I'm sorry. I meant Camelot. I'm yes, that Camelot. was it. He
0: was King Arthur in Camelot. He was much younger then. Yeah. But yeah, so good actor. Not a role I would have ever pictured him in, but holy shit, could he change his faces? Like when he went from being the kindly orderly to us realizing he's Vecna, his whole expression fucking changed,
1: and his voice too. I Like you can, they um, they said when he was when they were putting him in the prosthetics, you could you know that was one of the things he would do to, to get into characters. He would change his voice and get into the uh, you know,
0: and this, uh, and maybe I'm just now the one realizing. I, I, did, I mean, I realize well she's been Nancy the whole season, but here you have a dude who sort of just kind of haunts your dreams. <laughs> and this and that dude was his father. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was great. You know who they need to bring in for season five? Bruce Campbell.
1: <laughs> you know, I mean um Jonathan's had that evil dead poster on his wall for the entire series. So. When we're
0: thinking of eighties horror icons, you you've got Robert England in there. Yeah. You had you had Freddie. Dude, get me Kane Hodder as somebody <laughs> and get me to have Bruce Campbell I don't care if he's Pizza Papa just get him in there <laughs> oh
1: my god so okay did you watch Doctor Strange that was
0: my segue for the next okay. part yes
1: oh my god did you love that did you love that very end the the very end that, it's over and just done I was I started laughing out loud in the theater I was like god damn it Sam <laughs> poor, poor
0: Bruce man he's been beat up by his own hand for years I know he didn't cut this one off, at least.
1: Yeah. Yet. But yeah, was, that was—I start. I immediately just lost it in the theater, laughing, I, and, my, and I was like, "God damn it, Sam Raimi!" <laughs> I saw it,
0: and then I went to work the next. It's week.
1: like that—that's the biggest dad joke ever.
0: I went to work whatever weekend. Uh, after that weekend and uh, was talking with somebody else who's kind of into those same types of movies and I said, so have you been to the theater to see Sam Raimi's Greatest Hits yet?
1: Dude, it really was. (laughs) Like the the camera turns and everything, there were so many trademarks. The
0: car! That fucking car was in there. The one they drove to the cabin, the one that Uncle Ben was shot in. where was it at? It was uh, one of the things where they're like in the weird multiverse thing and you see this car floating down or something. Like It was... No shit. It was snapped it was that same model car.
1: I, I, I totally believe that I just I've watched it twice now and I I didn't remember that so mm-hmm. I'll have to go but
0: I was that was one of the things I wanted to keep an eye out for because I'm like it is a Sam Raimi signature that that damn car <laughs> is in every movie he
1: loves that fucking car he really does it, Bruce Campbell has a whole chapter about that goddamn car I know in, in one of his books uh, but yeah it's there's there's there was so much going on in that film
0: there was uh,
1: I and I texted you this. I initially was kind of pissed that I was like, didn't we already have this, you know, with WandaVision? But then I realized it wasn't it's not really That's not really what I have a problem with. The problem wasn't that I had I what I didn't have a problem with Wanda being a villain again. It was that I had a problem that the problem was they didn't play up the Darkhold as much as they should have, I think. Right. Like because because you're like oh, it was just that easy to turn Wanda into a villain. No, you don't realize that Darkhold's a sinister goddamn book. Right. Like, if you've watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yes, you might have an inkling of, oh, this is some dark shit.
0: I was like, when they showed that. When
1: they showed that at the end of WandaVision, I was like, ooh, that's not ooh, good. I know that. That's bad. That's not going to be good for anyone. There was,
0: <laughs> circle back to Metropolis, there was a girl there dressed as Scarlet Witch, and she had painted her hands black. Awesome. Like, she was that version of Scarlet Witch. And I was like, that is great. And she's like, don't touch them, they're wet. She's like, she had just spray-painted <laughs> Like, two minutes before that. That's um awesome. But no, that was great. Um, just seeing, yeah, seeing Wanda become the villain. Kind of thought, the trailers, I like how the trailers misled you. But we're to the point where we know Marvel's trailers are going to mislead us. So we don't buy into anything that's in those trailers.
1: I'm kind of glad for that. Because, again, I'm. I've, we've had this discussion on here before, too, about how I'm... I hate trailers that give you the entire fucking movie in a, in the goddamn trailer. Marvel
0: will give you scenes that aren't even in the fucking movie in the trailer,
1: <laughs> which is good because I want I I want to be I do, that's why I try to avoid trailers for the most part going into a film in general because I don't I want to know as little as possible about it because I want to just be I want to be genuinely surprised when I go see a film.
0: Yeah. But I mean it was so good and you know you the thing I like about Marvel, at least with the movies, what they've done for the most part, and in the comics, is the villains are only villains because we're following the other side. Right. If we were to switch perspectives, one would be the hero of that movie.
1: And the movie that did that the best, I would argue, is Black Panther. Because yes. I, th- I think that is the villain. I- Killmonger is the most sympathetic villain in the entire MCU. Because you really see what led him to go down that path, and you kind of can't argue against it, really, and to to yeah. a degree.
0: I mean, I feel you feel bad for Wanda. You look at like, oh, she's lost her homeland, she's lost her parents in it, she's lost her brother, and then she imagine she lost vision, and then she created these children that she then lost. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you kind of get like she's trying to find a place where the kids are, but. Couldn't she, this is why, like, there was a meme about it. Couldn't she not have been, like, Dr. Strange goes, like, how about you help me train America? We find a universe where your kids lost a mother, and and you go there.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Movie over! No drama, nobody (laughs) dies!
1: Five-minute movie. (laughs) Done.
0: Okay, Um, how about about that Illuminati scene?
1: But, you know, before we get into the Illuminati scene, um, but here's the thing, though as 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 easily as that as that idea would have ended the whole film Wanda wouldn't have listened to reason because of the dark hold. And, right. I, and again I, that's where I that's the only part where I think that film kind of failed us a little bit is because for people that have you know for people that maybe you didn't watch WandaVision leading up to it maybe you didn't maybe you haven't watched any Marvel film going into it you really don't get a concept of just how just how badly that book possesses you and just takes over your brain.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's why Marvel said that you're going to want to watch the shows before you watch the movies. Right. Because the shows fill in gaps, and that last scene in WandaVision where she's out on the porch drinking coffee, but then, no, she's really in there. You you hear the music. You hear the hissing. You hear the whispering. That tells you something devious is going on. Yeah.
1: And so, I mean...
0: But with Wanda dead now, that must be how we get Agatha, right? Because now the spell that was holding Agatha in place... Is broken. Is broken.
1: That's, that's what I would assume. But now here's the question. What the hell is Agatha going to do because the Darkhold is dead? Or the Darkhold is... Well, she destroyed it in all All dimensions.
0: Ah, oh, there's got to be something somewhere. Something but it's—I mean, it's bad.
1: Com- comic book logic demands that there can be a loophole anywhere. So yes. I mean, we we all know how that game is played.
0: It was created at some point, so you just have to time travel back to when the Darkhold was first created, before Wanda destroys them all. Sure, sure. She didn't destroy them throughout time and space; just space.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: And how how cool was the sea shalies? Their pop up in a Marvel property finally.
1: I am hundred percent excited. I I had to look up who her character was at after that, yeah. but I was like, I was like, who is this person and why is Charlene why is Charlize Theron playing her? I'm excited that she is on board with Marvel though. Yes. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And then I haven't watched it yet, but she's in the boys as well.
1: See, I, yeah, I need to see the boys as well. I haven't
0: watched this season yet.
1: I I need to see all the seasons of the boys. I haven't watched any of it. That might be my that might be my next thing after I after I finish the Orville and Ms. Marvel.
0: Yeah, we still need to start that. Plus Umbrella Academy. So many things. Because the Orville
1: just finally dropped its final season, so I need to finish that off.
0: But, I, yeah, I enjoyed uh, the third eye bit. Like, when you first meet that Doctor <laughs> Strange, right? I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. But then to do the Sam Raimi thing at the end.
1: Of course. Uh, but I'm, again, I'm 100% on board with all of it. I mean, I want to see him... In- I want to see him and Clea um, go, go in after that incursion. Let's give me a. I home. wonder
0: if that's related anything to the Loki series.
1: Ooh, it could be.
0: Because isn't that kind but, of what's happening with the, all these things off the sacred timeline? Wouldn't that be incursions? I still,
1: I still think that, <clears throat> I still think that Loki is going to tie into Ant Man, three though, Quantum Mania.
0: Quantum Mania, yeah.
1: Because my, I still. I still like the theory that uh, the realm that Loki was in, where the time, the time variance, I think that's in the fucking microverse.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's in the quantum realm. I kind of, I kind of agree with that. So, like I was mentioning, the Illuminati scene.
1: Oh yeah, right.
0: I th- that
1: it I was great.
0: It was great, but then I'm like, they did that just to piss us off, didn't they? Because of how it ends. They just they, they did that like, here's all these things you guys wanted, and now watch us just shit all over it. <laughs> yeah,
1: let's kill all of them. <laughs> yeah.
0: But dude, they brought back Black Bolt, the same guy, Anson Mount, that played Black Bolt on the Inhumans TV show.
1: I wasn't 100% sure because I hadn't seen the Inhumans yes. TV show. So that was the
0: same dude? He didn't wear the mask, but yeah, that was Black Bolt in the Inhumans nice. show. Nice, nice. And Krasinski as Reed Richards. Have we not been, like, shipping that as an idea for yep. years now? We just,
1: we just need Emily Blunt to get on board with being uh, Sue.
0: Being Sue, yes. And, and that, Chris Evans is like... I want nice.
1: Chris Evans back
0: as Johnny. So does he. He says if he were, if he wanted to come back, if he was going to come back to a Marvel movie and do another comic book movie or something like that, he's like, I feel like I've, I've done everything I can with Captain America, but I never got to do enough with Johnny.
1: I... I have one small argument for Chris Evans. If they did Marble Zombies, I would want him to come back as Cap. Yes, true. But
0: other than that, yeah, he's pretty. I mean, Cap's arc is pretty much done. Well, I mean, he got it. He got he he got the, he got the girl. He got to do all the heroic things, and he got his ultimate reward or whatever you want to call it. So yeah, Cap's arc is done. I get that, and I mean. Sure, having him be Johnny, but are are we doing a season thing? Because didn't Strange made a comment about Reed Richards, and he made some comment about the suit, and he said something about the '60s.
1: Was he Fantastic Four didn't they chart in the '60s? Yeah. Oh,
0: gotcha. They they charted. Them. I was like, okay.
1: Didn't they chart in the '60s? He thought it was, it was a, a group. He, he thought it was a he thought it was a music group. Yeah, I forgot because Strange. that's what I, because Doctor Strange, you know, that's what he does. His
0: music thing. Um. But, I mean, wouldn't that be fun? Like, a way to do it? Like, have Johnny be older instead of be the younger brother of Sue? He can still be younger, although I don't think he's younger than Emily Blunt. But, have them be the seasoned Fantastic Four, and they've just been keeping a low profile this whole time.
1: Possible. Or just, I mean... um, I'm I'm trying to think here. Um,
0: Because... Excuse me, pardon me. That was a beer. Because um, <laughs> if we're gonna bring back Johnny, we gotta bring back Chickles as Ben. Because he was so he was good, really good ben. he was the absolute perfect choice for Ben Grimm.
1: <laughs> he really was good as Ben. And I mean, I it's not know. like you really have to do anything to Michael Chickless because he's gonna be, you know, prosthetics anyway.
0: Yeah, but he's he's already he's he's big, he's a stout. Yeah, he's got the right frame. Like, I'm like, who are you going to get to be him now? Like, if you're going to do it now... like I, My joke was The Rock play Ben Grimm because ha-ha, rock, rock.
1: Nah, that's...
0: But, I, I mean, who else are you going to get that has that physique like that you could...
1: Fucking Braun Strowman.
0: Now, I was thinking that. <laughs> like, I don't know how good of an actor that guy is. <laughs> I mean, if you really get bad, like, oh, it just has to be a good voice and you can CG the rest of him. But I would rather it be more like what they did with Drax and just be a lot of makeup. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. And they can CG if they need to make the effects look right more convincing. Right, But I'd exactly. rather that poor actor be four hours in a fucking chair.
1: Um, I... I don't know what's... Go- because, okay, there were... T- from, from Doctor Strange, now we have two different Earths. Um, there were well, two different universes, I, I guess. Um, <clears throat> um, cause the MCU one is what, what did they designate? six sixteen? Yeah. Like in the, like in the comics. Yep.
0: Six one six. Yeah.
1: Six one six. So then, um, whatever that universe is, I want to see more shit with that universe. Like, give me that, give me that series Marvel. That's what I want is tales from that universe. <laughs> cause I mean, you could show me the entire, show me the entire film. Infinity War how it happened in that version.
0: Yeah. That would
1: be nuts.
0: <laughs> looked like Strange got the dark hold and uh <laughs> killed Thanos with it.
1: Something something bad happened.
0: But um and then of course I I love cuz Elfman did the score. Yeah. And so he it, it was a moment that just made like I literally did get chills, not because the theater was cold. But the theaters are always fucking cold that yellow fucking hover chair comes in and they did the 90s cartoon yes thing. just a just enough just one little phrase from it and do i went do 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 do. i was like oh oh was, fuck yes <laughs> i
1: was like is it is it oh my god it is why did they... i couldn't believe they brought back patrick stewart that 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 really did shock me although i although i'd already had that ruined for for me because everybody was talking about the trailer apparently. Had, they and all they did Richard. is they,
0: you sh- see you hear his voice, which that should give it away anyway. Right. And but you don't see the chair; you see a shoulder and an ear, mm. and you hear someone say, "Why don't we tell him the truth?" And I'm like, "Everyone's like Patrick Stewart," and even he was like, "After they finally, a certain amount of time passed, I was like, I'm amazed that everybody realized it was me just based off of one little bit of dialogue and an ear."
1: Right. Like, <laughs> but. I, so I wasn't surprised by that. I did let out an audible gasp in the theater when John Krasinski walked out. Yeah, though. that like, one
0: <gasps> teleported in with Doctor Doom's teleporter.
1: I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's funny.
0: So, and then I guess there was a hot mic or something on one of Howard Stern's shows, and he makes a comment about doing a Doctor Doom movie. That he and now everyone's like, "Is he going to be Doctor Doom?" Howard Stern is Doctor Doom. I feel like if Howard Stern is involved in a Marvel movie, and it's going to be Doctor Doom related, he's playing himself. He's playing a fucking shock jock. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be this massive villain.
1: No, but you you, whoever Marvel ha- whoever Marvel does pick for Doctor Doom though, they need to do. Because uh, Doctor Doom, I think, is one of the most pivotal casting moments for the next for the next phase of the MCU if you are going to use a doctor. And do Doom. not
0: kill him. This is a that, that's a villain much like Kingpin that can be far reaching into multiple properties. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: In fact, give me a Doctor Doom. Put him in jail. Put him in Rikers with Wilson Fisk. <laughs> <laughs> and then let's see what happens.
1: Oh man. Can you imagine those two tag-teaming?
0: Oh, my God. Um, I just read that Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio were going to be back for Echo.
1: Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> She's, she was one of the best parts of Hawkeye. I loved her.
0: And they changed the name of Jessica Jones to, to AKA. A.K.A. Jessica Jones, yeah. Yep.
1: I did see that. Which which fits with the rest of the series, to be fair.
0: And then they changed the name of Iron Fist to Property Not Found.
1: Damn! Not that's really. <laughs> that's a cold ass honky. Shit. <laughs> um. Oh uh, no, they didn't. That, no no no. Um. I. Honest God, come on, give Finn another chance. He didn't. Yes. He didn't suck. He was. No. I've been saying that the right the, the, the writing is what the writing's what hurt that, and and you know.
0: Timetable, as far as like we got to rush this and.
1: Yeah. I. That's really what did it was you know they just they they were trying to get season one of Iron Fist done too quickly. Well, you gotta drop it before I can throw it, silly head. Damn let puppy, go. let go,
0: drop it, drop so, it. Okay, fine. That leaves us to the next. Well, not really. Drop it, there's silly. There's no segue for this. Sorry. Um, ah,
1: give me the freaking ball.
0: Although no, I, I've got a little more Doctor Strange stuff. Okay, go. Did you see? Drop it. Someone posted a. Drop it, uh, silly. Somebody posted an action figure box.
1: Your dog is a dumb shit. He
0: Harvey is a dumb shit.
1: <laughs> Harvey, let go. He let
0: doesn't go. he doesn't understand how the fetch game works. Uh, pff, what am I no take, to only, only throw. throw. What am I supposed
1: to do with it then? You idiot. Um
0: did you uh, see it was an action figure box for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Reed Richards, and it was just a bunch of like rubber bands. <laughs> No, but that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's real fun. I felt so bad for poor Xavier. I like that we got to see inside Wanda's head. You got to see Xavier do what Xavier does. and He's trying to find the real Wanda uh-huh. that's not being manipulated by the Dark Hold and free her. Yeah. And it didn't end well.
1: Nope, did not. But. Uh, it never does. But
0: hey, you know what? We were bitching all through the '90s about never seeing Xavier in the yellow hover chair. We finally got to see it, so yeah, there we go. And then that leads us to Gotham Twilight. I mean, Batman. Oh,
1: the Batman. The okay. Batman. Sorry, the Batman. Loved Which I know it. we
0: talked about it after I had seen it, but you hadn't seen it at that point. So.
1: Loved it. Um.
0: It's a it's a three hour commitment. Doesn't really feel like it though.
1: It really doesn't. That film kind of it. Now I'm not going to say for being
0: slow, it didn't feel slow. Yeah, it, it,
1: <laughs> I was about to say it's not like it's not like a film that goes 100 miles an hour. It it it's a film that goes a nice comfortable 50 miles an hour, but it gets you to your destination.
0: It builds. You get layers, little pieces that you like. You're with him. You're putting the puzzle pieces together. And that's, and
1: and you know, and that's the thing. That's, um, this Batman has not, he's still new. He's, he hasn't figured out all the tricks yet. And so he doesn't, he figures things out, but he doesn't figure them out in enough, in enough time to avoid catastrophes. Yeah. And You've so. you got to learn.
0: There's, there's, there were mistakes.
1: No, there are very many mistakes made. Very many. But,
0: but oh my god! Like so, yeah. The whole romance between him and Selena felt a little unearned in this one. Yeah, the, and I don't know. Maybe it's just there wasn't the chemistry between Zoe and Robert. I don't know. Unlike Batman Returns, there was chemistry between Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Keaton.
1: I don't think that was the problem. I think I think the problem was they swung it on you too quick. I I still say if. She had just planted a kiss on him at the end, instead of you know, whatever around the halfway to two thirds mark. I think if I think if you did, I think if you'd hit him with that at the end, it would have felt earned because of all the shit they'd gone through yeah. to that it, point. Yeah,
0: it could have been earned then. At the moment where they do it, like where he's trying to, there was a moment where Selena could have used that as a way to distract him to get away, like kiss right. him. You know that puts him on his heels. Like, wait, what? And then gone. Right. Or pull Michelle Pfeiffer and stab the fucker. One of the. <laughs> <laughs> Either one of
1: those would have been an option, but not using it as a romantic device was the wrong option.
0: No, we, that is that that is a relationship that we want.
1: But we need to have it we build.
0: we have to build toward it because it's it's a very complicated one between.
1: Selina and Bruce. Selina oh, yeah. and
0: Bruce, and then Batman and Catwoman, and like.
1: Yeah. It's, they gotta
0: come to this like peaceful like coexistence of the f- four combating personalities.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, and it's I mean, but I, you know, you wanted you wanted a goddamn detective story. You got it, sir. How good was
0: Paul Dano as the Riddler?
1: Right. It wasn't. It wasn't as good of the story as you as you came up with, but it was still a very was, good story. It was
0: almost there. It was like the so story good. I came up with. We could still get. Because this guy's, it's young Edward Nygma. He's not become the full-on Riddler yet. Mm-hmm. We can still get to the escape rooms of death <laughs> versions of him with, like, freaking self-driving cars that drive you into walls and into the freaking Gotham Bay. Like, you could get there. Granted, we got to get him out of Arkham. But, hey, that neighbor of his is going to help him with that. Yep. Which, I like how they didn't show you, they showed you enough of his face for you to go, huh, Joker, man, he's got a fucked up face.
1: <laughs> right. Did you watch the? Uh, did you watch the deleted scene?
0: Yes, with, I actually saw. It, yeah, I saw it online
1: with uh, with Batman and Joker.
0: Yeah, pulling that, a Hannibal.
1: That established they'd already had a history.
0: Yeah, I you know, I get that, and I think I know why it was cut because we don't need that character. It doesn't really move the plot forward. No, it really. It does. gives you more insight into the Joker's mind, which I feel like it should be the other way around. I think that when trying to catch the Joker, hey short round. Oh, somebody What's up, buddy? You gonna come see me?
1: Here, come hang out with us and talk about Batman.
0: Let's see if we can get you say some of your new catchphrases on tape.
1: Ooh, you wanna split it? You sure? You sure? I'm I was gonna
0: ask if you were making brownies. So oh, okay. you're down here. We're talking about Robert Pattinson, you guys got any the Batman. Hitler? If he didn't hear the audible gag, that was her thought of Robert Pattinson as the Batman. She was not a fan. I do not have a problem with him as a person or him as an actor. I do think it was a horrible choice to put him as the Batman. I did not like him as the Batman. Le Batman. That was the only part of the movie, she re- other than the first romance, that, well, yeah, that she really butted up against. Okay, my <laughs> <laughs> I Is there was any the chicken left up there? Uh, it's in the fridge. There's chicken in
1: I'm making brownies now. So Because um, I could I could eat another piece of chicken if we got it. I think we killed the mac and cheese though.
0: Oh yeah we did. Yeah, that was our great classy <laughs> dinner at barbecue chicken that I made on the grill and some mac and cheese.
1: Hey, it was oh, fucking thanks. delicious.
0: Yeah. Better, okay. than, better than me. Did you did you eat your food? Um I think that I think that Riddler works really well because he is He's organized smart. Mm-hmm. Joker is chaotic, smart. Yeah. The Joker's not going to give you insight into anybody, let alone himself or anyone else. No. Because I don't <laughs> think the Joker has insight into himself. Um, Much like Heath Ledger's, he's like, I, I don't know, I wouldn't know what to do if I caught it. Like, that is a very Joker line of like, I just do these things that the wind takes me to. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know what to do if I actually succeeded. I'm a good dog chasing cars. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I think that using Edward as the Dr. Lecter to try to catch some of the other villains is the way to go. Not yet, because this is young Riddler and he's not there yet. Mm-hmm. But let's give him another movie or movie and a half to fully realize who he is. And to realize he's the smartest man in the room. And then, then we can get Dr. Lecter.
1: I loved that I loved that quick turn when he realized that Bruce hadn't Bruce hadn't put all of it together and he thought he really thought he had
0: yeah he that. was
1: like wait you didn't know you didn't know
0: <laughs> yeah that, that's gonna make him feel like I am intellectually superior but I like the fact the first thing I really got upset with and I think I mentioned this last time we talked was that the mask like this full-on. Winter gear, mask thing, like very Zodiac Killer looking mm-hmm. that he was wearing. I, hey, I mentioned the Zodiac Killer. Very good imagery, very iconic to pull for how dark you're wanting to go with this. Good choice. But to me, the Riddler is so cocky he wouldn't do that. I eat food. I, I understand now the way I'm looking at it, but this way, with Paul Dano's Riddler is—he's felt invisible uh, his whole life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why he wears the mask, because he's invisible. He doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: What matters is what happens. Now the mask is off. People know who he is. They know who he did. He's no longer invisible. He doesn't need to hide. Mm -hmm. Now he is actually on the path where he can become the Riddler. And, I mean, if they can continue this thread and go down this dark path, I think we're going to get... Close to, if not, the Riddler I want to see.
1: <laughs> and we're also getting a very interesting Gotham City.
0: We are. Hey, Short <laughs> Round, don't try to take that wagon up the stairs. It's not going to end well. <laughs> hey, buddy. You want to come tell, a, tell all the five people that listen to us your new catchphrases? He's like, no.
1: He's like, no, I'm going to take this wagon upstairs, just like you told me not to do.
0: I got no, I got no interest in that, Dad.
1: <laughs> well, what? Why? What was it you said? Uh, I wake up every day and I choose violence and chaos. <laughs> yeah, that's his motto. <laughs> I wake up every day
0: and I choose violence and chaos. Every day I choose violence. How and chaos. good was Colin Farrell?
1: Love him. Thank you.
0: Yeah, Colin Farrell is Penguin. Colin Farrell. He's penguin, not there right. yet. But he'll get there. Especially <laughs> now with uh, the mob bosses gone. Oh, yeah. There's a vacuum. There's a void. And Iceberg Lounge is now all his. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got that on lock.
0: And I guess HBO's still planning on doing a series about him. So maybe we'll get to see him become full-on the Penguin. Yeah. Read a book. And Read a book. correct me if I'm wrong. ABC. That's what the book says. Um, I'm not making it up. It's what it says. ABC. <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure, if I remember, if I remember a conversation correctly via text, I uh, I had an idea for DC, and it was to stop trying to be Marvel.
0: Yeah, yeah, right.
1: Because what I th- what I think might work better for DC, you've already got, you're basically already at kind of a step ahead of Marvel, in that you have all these different multiverses. Because you have these different... You have 8 million different versions of the same goddamn characters. Swing into that. Just lean into that real hard. Because Marvel's... Marvel's doing something that you can't catch up to.
0: I mean, if... If they decide to actually release this Flash... They kind of are. Now... It's problematic... Let's go talk ahead about and... Ezra
1: Miller for one second. Holy shit. Let's what the fuck not. That me?
0: dude is a train wreck, and I didn't realize that. What are you doing, that?
1: my guy? What is wrong with you? I... I loved you so much in Justice League, and now you're just a fucking nut And guy. you weren't
0: bad in the Harry Potter movies you were in, and he was awesome. Wait, he was in the Harry Potter movies? Yeah, I think he was in the Fantastic Beasts movies. Oh, I haven't seen any of those. Maybe. I don't remember. He was in a Harry Potter franchise of some kind. He was also really good in Perks of Being a Wallflower. But and Apparently
1: he's also really good at child grooming. <sighs> sorry not sorry for that joke
0: no it's it's problematic to do the flash now although with the money that Warner has but they've has, already dumped so much money into it I know that's the- you know what you do edit him out put Grant Gustin in there and just go with it like you've got a flash fuck John Wesley Shipp put him in there I don't give a shit he's gonna be in Columbus John Wesley Shipp's gonna be in Columbus too oh
1: my god that's fucking funny I get I got I got I can't lie I watch that. <laughs>
0: I just yeah I, I want to see it so bad because of it's Flashpoint and you're going to really see the multiverse of DC a little bit with it like the different alternate earths and timelines but Yeah, they need to if they want to if they want to have things connect they can't They can't just do it backwards. That's what DC's problem has been. They've tried to recreate Marvel by starting at step five and not starting at step one.
1: But here's the other problem. The DC fandom in and of itself is torn up. what the fuck they even like. Some people are really hardcore for their fucking Zack Snyderverse. Some people are really fucking hard, you know, some people really fucking like the new Batman. Uh, give everybody what they want. Do Seriously. all of it continue with all. Oh. Of
0: them. This is an article that Scarlett just sent me cuz she heard us talking about Ezra Miller. Uh-oh. Elliot Page should replace Ezra Miller as the Flash.
1: I'm okay with it. Man. I would
0: watch Elliot Page as the Flash. I would 100%. Absolutely. I don't want to. And uh,
1: as long as I don't end up giving Ezra Miller any money, <laughs> I'm okay with it.
0: Right. That's just been one dumpster fire after another. I'm just like, "Oh, Oh, my God. I do. And how have they not just completely cut ties? I mean, come on. You got one guy they've kicked out of two major franchises over a freaking abuse claim. And this dude's getting drunk and assaulting people and having a little farm compound with children and guns. And Warner Brothers is like, he's still the Flash. <laughs> no. No. <laughs>
1: I can only assume that all the principal photography has already been done and that must be in post.
0: Oh, my God. I, this, this, <laughs> That's one, what I'm guessing. This one might just end up on the shelf out of just sheer fucking... Like, it's going to look like that Fantastic Four movie from the 90s that Corman did. It's just going to disappear onto a shelf somewhere and never be seen until way later when I find it as a bootleg at a con somewhere. Mac and
1: cheese. Well, it's mac and
0: I mean... Mac and cheese. It's mac and cheese. Mac and cheese? You
1: had some. Okay. I don't... But yeah, just what the hell, Ezra Miller? That was my alternate. Oh, awesome. That was my alternate <laughs> title for this episode. Is what the <laughs> fuck, Ezra Miller?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't want to put his name on this. I want no association. Uh, but no, the Batman was good. I Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. Oh,
1: I know. Oh, speaking of, have you watched the uh, new two episodes of Westworld?
0: What? I didn't know they were out yet. Yeah. Holy crap, damn it, I gotta add that to my fucking list. Yeah, you're
1: two we- it, it's two weeks deep, buddy. Oh be the third. This will be the third episode coming soon.
0: Jesus, I didn't realize I've seen nothing about it. Like, nothing. Yeah. Usually there's a whole, like, hoopla
1: about it. Well, that's because everybody's obsessed with Stranger Things, that's why.
0: So they just sneakily were like, hey, HBO's like, yeah, hey, here.
1: We'll, we'll, just we'll, just, we'll just
0: whip our dick out right here, and when you turn around, you'll see it. It's okay. <laughs>
1: Basically, yes.
0: HBO is being that creepy frat guy. Um kind of sort of. So the Batman we talked about. I mean, I didn't hate Pattinson as the Batman. It was okay. He
1: was he was just okay. I mean Everybody I mean,
0: else was great though. That, John
1: yeah, Totoro. So I mean, yeah, the 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 rest of the cast was. Jeffrey just so Wright, Andy amazing.
0: Circus, everybody, Zoe Kravitz, Colin Farley.
1: Everybody in that film was great. My God. And to be fair, I don't really think... <clears throat> it's not that Pattinson's not a great actor. I mean, he's a he is a good actor. It's just... I think people didn't know what to do with his take on the Batman.
0: Well, he's also not there yet. Like, like Everybody's yeah. not there yet.
1: No. And to be fair, this... To be fair, I thought this... Careful, m- kid. I felt like this movie was less about... Bruce is the Batman as Bruce in transition.
0: Yeah, I see Dalton. You're gonna like if you go if you go, in, if you go
1: if you go and expecting you know already in the fucking cape and cowl and just beating shit out of people, you're gonna get the wrong movie.
0: Right. I mean he did beat the shit out of some people. <laughs> he did. <laughs> but,
1: but he also got the shit beat out of himself too.
0: Oh yeah, I like that. That was a good part showing all the scars mm-hmm. that he's got already. Yeah. And this is year two. Yep. Um, what else is on my list oh you've not seen it but you also said you weren't a big fan so Top Gun
1: oh Top Gun Maverick yes or um, what the fuck was it called yeah Top Gun Maverick is it really called Mm -hmm. Maverick yes it is well that's dumb
0: Top Gun Maverick but
1: so is the movie so whatever no
0: the movie's not I'm
1: just kidding I don't know it
0: is all about Maverick but they really should have just called it Goose (laughs) because every every bit of this movie is about Goose and the loss of Goose every fucking moment
1: I, I think my problem with Top Gun 2 is it's an idea that is like 30 years too late. If you're going to capitalize on that, shoulda did it in 88.
0: <laughs> they had a, a great cast though. John Hamm was I think the year behind Maverick and Iceman
1: uh-huh.
0: in the Top Gun school. Um, Val Kilmer's there. Hey, and if you're going to watch it I won't spoil it, but Want me to spoil it? I give
1: zero fucks. I don't care.
0: Iceman dies because his cancer has come back. I am so like in real life. So like in real life, Val Kilmer does not talk. He types and has words on a screen and uh, Maverick responds to him that way or he just texts him. Now Val Kilmer has one line, one short bit of dialogue where he says something to him like, oh, who's the better pilot? <laughs> he wants to know who the better pilot was. And... Uh, It really isn't Val, because Val can't talk. You're stuck. Uh And uh, Val can't... Pickle time. Val can't talk. So, his oldest son...
1: Here, what if we do this? And what if we move this leg over here? No? Okay. Okay, hold on. I if you really are stuck, buddy. What have you done? Pardon me. Toddler. Toddler distraction. Time out. Keep going with your Top Gun analysis. So hey, there he goes. He's got it unstuck. All right.
0: So Val's yeah. oldest son. Good job, buddy. No. Val's oldest son Sorry. sounds like Val Kilmer. Like mm-hmm. when he talks, he has the same voice that his dad had when he was younger. So they had him record the dialogue.
1: Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Whoops. Sorry. About but there was
0: I, ah. the Top Gun in the '80s. I what I vaguely remember of it is goofy '80s. Sort of wanna be action flick, kind of. Basically. Some homoerotic volleyball. That's what I'm here for, baby. This movie had much like Ghostbusters Afterlife. This movie had heart. They have a they have a character in there who is Goose's son. Mhm. And he applied to be in the navy. Sure. And when Maverick was a Why teacher. Why did he apply and, to be
1: in the navy? I thought it was the air force.
0: They're naval pilots. Oh, whatever. Um. When he applied to join, Maverick pulled his application and didn't want him to join and set him back four years on his career. Like, oh. it took four years for him to finally get in. Ooh. So, Dick moved, Mav. But he graduates. He's a great pilot. The whole point. Why, well, do you want to get on the bench? How about you come over here?
1: <laughs> you, you know damn good and well he's not going to do gonna the thing you say. I'm
0: you Bye. gotta learn to do some contortionism if you're gonna try that, buddy. You. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. Um, the whole point of this is there's a uh, foreign threat with a short time window of them blowing up a uh, nuclear whatever MacGuffin. Bye. Bye. And they bring back the el- they bring back the elite of the elite pilots mm-hmm. from the past however many years of graduating classes. Sure. And they need to have a pilot teach them how to run this specific mission in a Bye. time window of like three Bye. minutes. Bye. So, Iceman decides, well, the best person to teach him that is going to be Maverick. So, they call Maverick back. I, I
1: would like to take one second to interrupt and, and point out that your son has a Crown Royal bag on his arm.
0: Yeah, he got it out of where all the dice go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just want to make it sound I just want to make it sound a little bit sketchy for he had a choice else.
0: Tito's vodka bottle
1: to be fair he didn't go with Tito's
0: or Crown Royal he's got taste so his uh,
1: son is why all the rum is going. okay got it
0: <laughs> um, if he's
1: anything like his dad then yes
0: yes yeah so and they bring back this one character who's Goose it's Goose's son they bring back Jennifer they bring back they bring Jennifer Connelly in for the love interest yeah who Tom Cruise's characters had an off and on thing with for a little while? She runs the bar. That's on the beach now. Why not? Best moment I thought of was though with me, her character comes I, on the screen. It starts playing a David Bowie song. Let's dance. And if it's not intentional, someone's lying because that's <laughs> totally fucking intentional.
1: Yeah. Hi. Hey, high five. High five. Yeah. Wait, can you do this?
0: Yeah, la 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 He um, <laughs> and so he gets in like there's a scene that almost, I'll be honestly, made me tear up. It was um, Goose's son, Rooster. That is his call sign.
1: <laughs> Goose and Rooster. Okay, got he it. He
0: sits down at the piano at the bar uh-huh. and starts playing uh, "Great Balls of Fire," which is a moment from the first movie where Goose is playing it, and his son is sitting on top of the piano. And they show that. They flash back to that moment. And they have, so they have Anthony Edwards and Tom Cruise and this kid sitting there with his, like, cowboy hat on. And they're playing Great Balls of Fire. And that's what Tom Cruise sees when he sees this kid. He looks at him and he's taken back to that. Okay. So the entire movie is really Tom Cruise finally coming to terms and processing the death of Goose. It's all about Goose. And I'm like... Much like, and no, so Anthony Edwards is still alive, right? Mm-hmm. It's like unlike Harold Ramis, was the entire point of the Ghostbusters Afterlife.
1: We d- we don't talk about Harold Ramis not being alive anymore.
0: I know, right? We don't talk
1: about that. I refuse to acknowledge that happened.
0: <laughs> but no, it was a fun movie. John Hamm was good in it. I mean, Tom Cruise was Tom Cruise. What do you expect? Kenny Law... Danger Zone, man. Fucking... Danger Zone!
1: You want me to have that? Pick?
0: I will say it was great hearing a modern... Like a new update, like an orchestra version again. Of that Top Gun theme.
1: Oh, you know... Um...
0: At the when opening we're... credits, and it was a little slower. And I'm like, you can hear like it's... I got the, chills.
1: Um, When we went to see... Um... Jade do her final band performance up in Indianapolis. Um, one of the mar- one of the other marching bands that was up there, they did their their theme was Top Gun, and they did that.
0: We used to play the hell out of that when I was in high school. Like it was the oh. Top Gun medley, yeah. and it had that, and it had oh. Mighty Wings in it, oh. Danger Zone, Take yeah. My Breath Away. Yep. Yep. But, oh, it was such oh, a fun. You don't song. want to get that
1: all over the barbecue. No, no, no. That was
0: such a fun medley to play on trumpet too. Oh. Take But no, it, like. Thank you, I love
1: vodka. Talking
0: about remakes and legacy sequels, I think if they can keep doing legacy sequels with heart, like they've done with Afterlife and Maverick. Short Circuit! <coughs> yes. <laughs>
1: That's where I want this to go.
0: Give me a freaking legacy sequel to Short Circuit. <coughs> Some other. They're all
1: still alive. Alice still alive. Steven Gutenberg's still alive. Probably that other guy. Fisher Stevens? Or, yeah, yeah. Whatever his name is. He's still alive.
0: Fisher right? Stevens, yeah. You know what? Have another... It's another military thing trying to... You know, we need robot soldiers, which is what it was all about. You can try it again. This time you can... Ooh, we can have flying versions with drones. They go a little awry. And you have to have Gutenberg and them come back. And hero of the day at the very last zero hours, Johnny Five. Comes wheeling in. All chromed out and shiny and new. Yeah. Oh... Maybe he's got hydraulics in his little thing Dad, now. Dad, take it. Dad, take it. You want me to take the tape? Okay. Take it. Thank you. So, um, I sent you the picture of Skarsgård as the crow? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. It's, I'll give it a chance. It is unnecessary, mm. but. I don't hate it. No.
1: Um, I. I. <clears throat> I guess it kind of depends on what they do with the act. To me, what's going to depend, to me, what's going to make or break that is going to be the story. I don't, because let's be honest, you could have, you could have eight billion different people I playing break. playing the crow, and it would be more or less the same. It it can, it, it translates more or less the same. It just uh, depends on what story you have. I,
0: break. I, break.
1: I think that's I think that's going to be key. Is what what story are you going to do?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. It's gonna be the same story. Yeah. And <laughs> they're just gonna redo the Brandon Lee story. Maybe they'll make it closer to the actual comic, but ah, hard. I don't see them oh, doing anything yeah. different.
1: Down, bud. You got claws. I <laughs> Um. Yeah. I mean, I. To be fair I haven't actually read any of the crow comic books so I don't really know how much what stories they have to, you know
0: um, mine in
1: terms of inspiration for the script so.
0: so Um speaking of more sequels the clerks 3 trailer came out yesterday
1: <laughs> and it's everything I hoped for It is it really is
0: it, it's it's absolutely meta making fun of Kevin making fun of himself again
1: Oh yeah. It I'm sold. I'm I'm hundred percent for it. Yeah. So does so what's his project after that? Is it gonna finally be Mallrats 2? <laughs>
0: I don't know. I'm, Moose Jaws, maybe?
1: Uh, or Moose Jaws. I'd accept Moose Jaws.
0: I think I think Gotta Mal finish Rats, out gotta finish
1: out that trilogy too, right? I do believe
0: Mallrats 2 is on the menu somewhere. I just don't know where at. And uh
1: I know okay. they had I know they had to take a time out from that because uh, Shannon was struggling with cancer. Yeah.
0: yeah don't, don't fall, fall off. Don't fall off.
1: Did we both just say that? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Smart kid, don't fall off.
1: Don't fall off.
0: Uh, have you seen the Uncharted movie?
1: I have not, but I mean, I saw Spider-Man 3 and I assume it's the same film, right? <laughs> no, it's got Mark Wahlberg in it. Wait, so he's not the other Spider-Man? No. Oh, okay. Shit. Well, my bad.
0: Uncharted 3. It's actually pretty good.
1: You mean Uncharted. No. The, you... Uncharted 3. Uncharted. I've played Uncharted 3.
0: Uncharted the movie. It is like a prequel. But it's a really good... It's a good video game movie. That With a little bit of it, the Indiana Jones stuff. It was,
1: is it as good a video game movie as Super Mario Brothers with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo? I
0: will say better, because that's a how low, is that possible? That is a low bar. You've not even seen that movie. <laughs> it's a how better video possible. game movie than the first Mortal Kombat.
1: I um uh, oh whoa that's that's easy there Sally. <laughs> um, I will say that um I have not I have also not seen Sonic the Hedgehog two yet. I have not I, either. But I heard it's Pancake swears up and down is better than the first one, so... I was like, okay, I'll I'll give that a go. I haven't seen... Because I really did did like Sonic the Hedgehog. I haven't
0: seen Morbius yet either, but it's on my DVR.
1: Oh, I... The the last time I talked to Trinity, which was like three months ago, she said it was a piece of shit.
0: (laughs) I'm expecting it to be a piece of shit.
1: And she said that Michael Keaton is in there for absolutely no goddamn reason. Like they like they have they just throw him in there to throw him in there. Like there's no rhyme or reason behind it whatsoever. It makes zero sense to plot anything else relevant as to what's going on in the film.
0: Funny.
1: So I was like, shit. I'm now I now I don't really feel the need to see it because that was the whole reason I wanted to see it was because oh. I needed to figure out how the fuck vulture dies in everything. He but, doesn't. But if if they were just doing it as a fucking lark, then
0: I did watch Let There Be Carnage.
1: I do need to see that still. Was it fun?
0: Yeah, it was fun.
1: Was it good? Fun fun. and good are not necessarily the same thing. It was okay. Damn it. It Was 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 it at least worth it to have Woody Harrelson as fucking?
0: That was yes. He was pretty good as Cletus. Okay. Cletus Cassidy. Um. (laughs) And they explain. In that they explain. They lead into the. No way home.
1: Yeah, I, I heard about they that. They do
0: explain that in it too.
1: I, I did hear I, I did hear that they do that. I I was laughing when you said Cletus Cassie because I was thinking I was thinking, I was thinking of the of the I, I forget what show it was, but I they were they were on the tirade about I how Stan Lee me. kept Stanley and Company and Marvel—they kept giving everyone the same, alliterative, the same, uh, same initials, oh. and the worst offender of all, Jay Jonah Jameson Jr. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah, it is pretty damning. Yeah. Uh, so
0: another topic idea. Hi, buddy. Well, there's one that we're going to, to say for an entire episode. I'm going to headbutt you. Headbutt. <clears throat> And it was the uh, our hangover idea for Gotham. I think we need to save for a whole episode by itself. Really, I think we if we can run with that, we could plot out the entire movie.
1: All right, fine. That'll be next episode then.
0: The other part I wanted to talk about it was something Scarlet had sent me, and it was a movie mashup idea, because somebody said like posted a thing it was like a meme or whatever. It was hey, hear me out. Here's a movie for you, Rambo Bright. Yes. So you take Rainbow Bright and Rambo and you combine them into a movie. So my her thought was like, what other ideas could we come up with where we mash up ideas? Did you like have that? any? I, you know I'm
1: I have not sure. thought about this at all. I...
0: What are you doing? You're... <laughs> you want to talk he's, on the microphone? He's DJing. That ass though. What? That ass though.
1: That ass though. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Dad asked
0: though. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, I also got him to say I'm all out of bubble gum.
1: Out of <laughs> bubble gum. Out of gum. Yeah, That's right. Thank you, Roddy Piper.
0: He has a Roddy Piper action figure, and he says it. Roddy, Roddy Piper.
1: I'm all out of bubble gum.
0: All out of bubble gum.
1: So, Rambo Bright.
0: Rambo Bright. Um. <laughs>
1: Can you imagine the kind of cartoon that would have been?
0: I would think a live action with Stalin.
1: A live action would be even more wild.
0: With Stallone. Hey. 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 hey! hey! hey!
1: hey! Calm down,
0: everybody! Just calm down. Um. Sorry. I was trying to think of some other ones where you could, like, uh, <laughs> Adam's family matters. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wednesday's can dating
0: Urkel.
1: Uh, I was about to say, can you imagine Urkel living next door to the Adders family?
0: <laughs> I want to see it now. Hey Julia White, what are you up to? Uh,
1: to be fair, Gomez and Morticia, they would just—they would just welcome him back in hours because that's what they do with everybody. Yeah. I guarantee he would get on fucking Wednesday's last fucking nerve though. Within
0: five minutes.
1: She would have a. She would have a very detailed outline on how to kill him.
0: Mm-hmm. That would be every episode. How do I kill this kid now? How do I kill this kid? So yeah, there we go. That was a good one. Adam if you two buddies.
1: motherfuckers fight and accidentally end up biting my leg, I'm gonna beat <laughs> the shit <laughs> out of you. The dogs. The dogs. Yeah. Sorry, not the kid. Um. um what else was like? Adam. Adam's Family Matters. That's a good one. <laughs> this is this is like the Wheel of Fort. This is like when they do the mashup things on Wheel of Fortune.
0: Boy where, meets like, World War Z.
1: Oh, there you go. <laughs> Okay, you know what? I'd, I would absolutely watch that. But only if Topanga and Cory are actually, you know...
0: Well, hell yeah, you'd have to have, like, zombie Mr. Feeny.
1: Oh, God. That's just terrifying. Hi there.
0: Oh, kid, okay. don't stand on the table. What are you doing? <laughs> Come here.
1: Violence and destruction, Violence Dad. Violence and destruction. <laughs> I,
0: am, I am chaos personified. Let right down. Right down. You get, want to sit in Daddy's chair? Okay, as long as you sing the bicycle song. Have you seen,
1: um, have you seen, um, trailers for a movie called Bullet Train with Brad Pitt?
0: Um, I've heard of it.
1: It looks amazing. I've it's uh, not seen same, anything. It's the same director that directed Deadpool two, and it's the exact same type of humor. Oh, okay. It looks great. I, I. I hadn't. I really, Thor: Love and Thunder was the last thing I planned on seeing in theaters, but I may have to make an exception for Bullet Train. That, <laughs> that I may have to go see that oh,
0: one.
1: Oh, I have it. Oh, thank you. You got the tape now, too, buddy. Thank yeah, yeah. you. Hold on,
0: hold
1: now I have the damn. No, wait. That's not the theme. It was. That was the theme from Full House, not Family Matters. Is everywhere you look. Everywhere. I got your
0: one. Full House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> Pardon me. The kid got a hold of it. I said "Full House of a Thousand Corpses," and I don't know if that's when the kid hit stop or not. <laughs> Jesus,
1: that'd be the best Halloween episode of that show ever. <laughs> <laughs> it. You know what? Okay, full. No wait. I could run with this idea. Full House of a Thousand Corpses. It is. Uh, it's that family from that play. They're the, the Firefly full, family. They're the Full House. Yeah. They're the Full House.
0: But you make it a sitcom about them? Yes. Crazy Uncle Captain Spaulding comes in every now and again.
1: Oh, he's he's uh he's got to be uh, Uncle Danny. Uncle <laughs> oh, Joey or? No, Joey. I'm sorry. Uncle Joey. He's got to be Uncle Joey scary. because <laughs> who would have a jackalope? That dude would have absolutely have a jackalope. Yes. Uh, We're just tearing everything up now, aren't we?
0: Basically, basically yes. Uh, everywhere
1: uh, you look, everywhere
0: you go. National Treasure Island. National treasure planet.
1: There you go. (laughs) I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. And then go to this planet over here. (laughs) Like, what the heck? Mr. T's
0: Uh, Neighborhood. Mr. T's Neighborhood! Mr. T's Neighborhood?
1: Yeah, it's the Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. Oh, Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're doing there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I paid a fool to come in here and play with my train.
0: I know, right?
1: (laughs) I, to be fair, I'd watch that.
0: Uh, you're right.
1: I would absolutely watch a Mr. Rogers neighborhood as done by Mr. That's
0: D. Absolutely, I like
1: that'd be the greatest thing ever. Oh, it'd be some other good ones. This this does seem like a fun silly idea. We have to pick this up next time too. Oh yeah,
0: we'll probably think. Well, like, once we're done recording, we'll have fifteen more ideas of fun ones. Doctor
1: <laughs> uh, <Like that, laughs> like Who frame Roger Rabbit. Like What?
0: what she's, she's, she. She. I love it. I want down, I want down. <laughs> you want down?
1: <sighs> Who gets to be which character? Does is and the Doctor Roger?
0: <laughs> yes, Tennant David Tennant Roger.
1: It's it's David Tennant as Roger Rabbit and um uh, Billy is Jessica.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's oh. perfect.
0: And the master would have to be Judge Doom.
1: oh uh, yeah, clearly. Um, I guess that would make. Well, who the fuck would Bob Hoskins be then? Who would Eddie Valiant
0: be? He'd have to be just another random companion, probably.
1: I guess so. Ah. Wow. Oh Doctor my who god. Roger Doctor Rabbit. Who
0: Framed Roger Rabbit.
1: That's I. That that was pretty good. That was I. I, <laughs> I, I, I feel proud of that. <laughs> I feel really good about myself today. Feel really, really good about myself now.
0: Ah, he's typing.
1: <laughs> Are we still so oh recording? Yes. Okay. Stop
0: ha- trying to hack. kid. Okay?
1: <laughs> I think he's trying. I think he's giving us a signal that this session is over.
0: My girl interrupted. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I kind of like that one. Bring back <laughs> Chumsley. Oh my god.
0: Or whatever the fuck her last name was.
1: Um. There you go. Macaulay Culkin and Anna Chumsley in a fucking mental <laughs> hospital. <laughs> which will be... Now! Uh, which, set now! Ex, yeah, set now. Oh, my God. I was about to say, there's absolutely no continuity there because didn't... What's his name? Dying? Yeah, the, he, got,
0: the, he died well. of bee stings. Oh!
1: Cool. G.I. Joe versus the volcano.
0: G.I. <laughs> Joe... Well, that's not where Cobra's base is, anyway. <laughs> exactly. No, you do not need the blue scissors. Uh, oh my God. <sighs> this
1: is this is the best. This is a great idea.
0: <laughs> the the Blues Brothers grin. Oh yikes! Uh, oh, Blues Brothers, where art thou?
1: <laughs> that would be the absolute weirdest tale ever. Uh,
0: Jurassic Parks and wreck.
1: Oh, I'd watch that. <laughs> I would absolutely. Can you imagine Leslie Knope and Company running Jurassic Park? That would just be shenanigans galore. Patton Oswalt, Oz- Aubrey, P- Aubrey Plaza would be sitting there riding a T-Rex, and Chris Pratt would already have the Velociraptors. And Patton
0: Oswalt would try his Star Wars filibuster and get eaten. Oh, God. Because <laughs> okay. you have to have Patton Oswalt on there.
1: God damn it.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: Jurassic Parks and Rec. I like that.
0: That's,
1: <laughs> wow. That's a good idea. You could also
0: go Jurassic World War Z and have zombie dinosaurs.
1: Oh, that's a terrifying idea. I
0: love it. <laughs> I
1: love it. love everything about it. Uh. <laughs> Dr. Stranger Things.
0: Oh my that, God Cape, Which
1: which kind of just flows. Know, that that just kinda flows perfectly, honestly. Because it's just chaos.
0: Cape Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas.
1: Ooh I love it. <laughs>
0: uh, train tracks. Train tracks? There are train tracks up there.
1: This one seems like it might actually be the same exact film. Reservoir Dog Day Afternoon.
0: <laughs> Pretty damn close.
1: Might might be the same film.
0: Pulp Stranger Than Fiction. Oh.
1: <laughs> this is this is a good game. I like this game. We could turn this into I think there's a I think there's a board game here somewhere or a card game at the very least. I think that I think this is
0: Smile and Picture, yes.
1: I think there's a game in here somewhere.
0: Oh, there probably is.
1: We just haven't figured it out yet. Why down
0: I down. you go upstairs? We No, you want to get in the chair? You can also go Tank Girl Interrupted. Say what? Tank Girl.
1: Tank Girl Interrupted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, one you, that movie would be like like the uh, the Ryan Reynolds movie Buried. It would just be Lori Petty by herself in a padded room. That's it. The whole movie. <laughs> Single camera, <laughs> Lori <laughs> Petty. Or, or,
1: or it's like Sucker Punch where Lori Petty is dreaming oh. that she's Tank Girl and she's in an insane go place. Upstairs. Insane Asylum. So you could do it that way.
0: Yeah. I
1: I really think we just have to stop, dude. I appreciate, probably. Your, I appreciate your effort, but I think we have to call it a wrap.
0: Oh, I just got kicked in the nuts, so I think we probably are. Uh, but, man, that was fun. There's there's more ideas there. There's
1: there's more ideas. We'll pick it up next time. We just need to have something to distract your... We just have to have something to distract short round.
0: Big chill Lebowski.
1: <laughs> Big chill in Little China.
0: <laughs> Big trouble in Little Chinatown.
1: <laughs> I would watch that. I would watch Jack Nickel I would watch Jack Nicholson try to face off against uh, all that craziness in Big right. Trouble in Little China. Yeah, no. Okay. Did uh, do you want to go ahead and sign off for this one?
0: We will. I'm trying to think of a good one for that though. It's real tear. Yeah, no, I was trying to look at Lost Boys tear. and come up with a good mashup. But... It's real chair. It's real huh. All righty. So, hey, it's been a long time. Maybe there won't be a huge gap this time. Quit hitting buttons. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to think we're not professionals. Oh, we are? No, we're not. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. <right>. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> I was about to say, no. no, nobody...
0: we. <laughs> You're exposing our inadequacy. Yeah. Stop it, kid. It.
1: Hey, Hollywood.
0: Wait, I got one for you.
1: Office Space Jam. Office Space Jam. I like it. And on that note, hey Hollywood. Hey Hollywood. Hi, RS.